Hey guys, I am back to record the next episode of Plotting and Gaming. Yeah, so wanted to follow up with you guys about a lot of stuff that I talked about last episode. So one of the things that I talked about last episode was Banana Split, co-written by Hannah Marks, who also stars in Dirk Gently's Detective Agency, which is an amazing sci-fi show starring Elijah Wood. His sister is played by Hannah Marks, and Hannah Marks co-wrote Banana Split, which I watched a couple weeks ago. And it was a great movie. I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, I loved it. It was kind of like an interesting um, take on two girls who dated the same guy, but they ended up being very close friends, even though they dated the same guy. And I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. So, and then also at that screening, it was like a a screening at the Toronto International Film Festival at their main theater. And, um, they had a Skype Q&A with Hannah Marks, and I was like, I got to ask her a question, I like told her that I love Dirk Gently, which is what she stars stars in with Elijah Wood, and I, her character on the, on Dirk Gently is this like, very interesting original character, so I like congratulated her on that amazing character that she plays, and she mentioned that she's going to be co-writing Turtles All the Way Down, which is John Green's latest book. She's co-writing the screenplay for his latest book, which is going to be turned into a movie, which is amazing. I was like freaking the fuck out when I just heard that when she said it on the Skype interview at the TIFF premiere. And I was like, what the hell? That's amazing. And more amazing John Green news. So his first book, Looking for Alaska, what I would say my favorite book by John Green. It's a great book. So that book is going to be turned into not a movie, but a hulu series so it's gonna be like a tv series on hulu looking for alaska and um i'm excited it's gonna be good because like it's a great book i want to see all the details fully realized not within a two-hour movie but within a several hour tv series and all this way it will be fully realized within this tv series and i'm very very excited to be seeing that fully realized vision of looking for Alaska happening with Charlie Plummer who's going to be playing the main character and I'm just yeah it's going to be great I'm very happy about that so yeah this is a couple things that I want to talk to you about we will also be doing a full Oscars post Oscars recap so stay tuned for that okay so we're back post Oscars recap so the Oscars were quite an event. It was interesting. The first Oscars in a while that's been not actually hosted. as It was just co-hosted by different actors. Uh, There's a whole Kevin Hart scandal. I'm not going to get into that. So they just had many different actors introducing different categories. The winner of Best Picture was Green Book. And I spoke about Green Book last time. And I talked about the issues. I talked about the director and his brother and his weird, inappropriate conduct around flashing his genitals to his actors in his movies. Not great. And then other things related to the authenticity of the actual material in Green Book that was being called into question by um, um, the Green Book's um inspiration um 
um, I think it was Shirley, Don Shirley, that was the name of the pianist in, in Green Book, and his family was calling into question the authenticity of the stories told by the bodyguard of Don Shirley in the movie played by Viggo Morgenstern. Um, yeah, so I, I feel like it's valid because of the fact that, like, this movie is about a black man in the 60s who had a place of elevation over his peers at the time because of his fame for his musical talent and how he felt out of place compared to other people of color at that time and him navigating that issue and also navigating a friendship with someone who was not a person of color and that friendship being portrayed through the eyes of a man who was not a person of color and how that could be not genuinely um, spoken about through the eyes of a person who's not a person of color. I think it's valid. I think it's something to be talked through. Um, During the Oscars, it was named the best picture and uh, Spike Lee who directed Black Klansman, apparently was not happy that Green Book was um, voted as Best Picture, and he turned from the audience and left left the theater early because of that. And then afterward, he had some choice words to say about the fact that Green Book won Best Picture. And some could call it petty, the way he discussed it. Um, I feel like that's valid. But it's also valid to talk about the fact that like Green Book is a movie that talks about race, but also placates um, people of color. It placates people who are not people of color in terms of um, making non-people of color into heroes of movies that should be focused on people of color and making people who are not of color heroes in those movies. Um, I feel like that's a valid statement. Uh, Seth Meyers did a great um, comedy sketch on movies like Green Book and how they kind of just put white people who are supporting people of color in the main roles and lift them above everyone else, even though the people of color are the ones who should be celebrated above the people who are not of color who are trying to lift them up because they're the ones who are actually doing the work who are not people of color. Um, even though the people who are not of color who are doing work to elevate people, they're still valid, but at the same time, it's limiting in a sense to have roles like that. So yeah, it's it's it was an interesting thing to to see and I feel like it's kind of yeah, it's saddening that uh these movies that are being <laughs> voted in like green book it's saddening that people of color are feeling underrepresented and i feel like i love the representation of any person of color so i'm happy to see movies like that and that's why last podcast i talked about green book but it's i feel like i'm proud of people of color who are saying you know what this is good but it's not good enough we need to elevate ourselves we can't just have white people in movies talking about hey we need to lift black people up we need black people in movies being paid attention to and when they're saying hey i'm a black person and black people need to be lifted up their voices are being heard 
and it's not just white people's voices that are being heard and i feel like that's perfectly valid so you know what fair enough you know what we we have to do better you know what i'll be back and we'll talk about more movie stuff we'll talk about my writing stuff yeah see you in a bit hey we're back so this episode i'm not saying not going to talk about the musical interludes that we have in this episode because of the fact that some of you might not be listening on anchor and i that's really unfortunate but uh it's really possible because i know you know what from looking at my stats i know a lot of people don't listen on anchor so i'm not going to speak about all of the anchor interludes today today i'm going to catch you up on like what's been happening with me okay so last segment we just talked about the oscars we talked about the fact that i was like hey green book won a lot of people are angry and i feel like it's valid there that green book like it talks about race relations but it also placates to people who are not of color who are trying to help people and you know what? That's fair that people of color are getting help from other people. And we we need other voices to help lift us up and help our voices be heard. But those can't be the only stories that are being told. And Green Book is one of the stories where it does focus on someone who is not a person of color. And their focus is, like, their story is being prioritized against other people's stories. That's fair. And I'm okay. Like, I'm okay with saying that. You know what? I'm not going to I'm not going to concede and be like, oh well, you know what? Even though Green Book like it was like told possibly through the lens of people who are not of color, like I'm okay with like I'm not okay with it. Like I see people's criticisms and I think they are valid. That's it. I think they're valid and I'm not gonna go back and and uh say something else. I'm sorry, like that's valid. I have to consider all points of view and I have to consider all of the different perspectives that are being talked about. And I want every single perspective that's out there to be um, something that people are able to listen to. So that's why I'm saying different perspectives from last episode. Okay? Okay. So, what else are we going to be talking about today? So, I talked to you a lot about Beautiful Boy, Boy Erased. Um, Yeah, I was disappointed that they were not nominated. I was surprised they weren't nominated, but we're going to get through it. Um, I was also surprised about 8th Grade, which you are very well aware of. But I am very happy that 8th Grade is now on Netflix. So, any of you who have not seen 8th Grade directed by Bo Burnham, starring Elsie Fisher, you have no fucking excuse. Watch it right now on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Watch it right now. Pause this podcast. Listen to 8th... Watch 8th grade on Netflix. Like, you have no excuse. It's like, if you don't have Netflix, you know some person who has it. Get their password. Like, type in that fucking password. Watch 8th grade, the movie. Okay? Do it now. You know... You know what I'm saying? Just watch it because um, it's amazing. It's really, really good. I tell people about it because I feel like it's just a very accurate depiction of social anxiety. If you're a teenager, if you're not a teenager, how it is excruciating and horrible, 
but is very a very human experience that so many people can experience and even if you don't experience social anxiety on a clinical level you've experienced having anxiety and you can relate to what people who have clinical social anxiety have to go through on a daily basis when you watch this movie so that's why i like it that's why i enjoy the movie okay yeah that's the majority of it um so we'll be back and last episode i talked about some of my um some of my tastes and what informs my taste in terms of music and tv and movies and like why i like certain things and why i don't love other things so we'll be back with more of that okay see you then hello we're back with plotting and scamming again i didn't say what um actual song you're just listening to on the the anchor app because you know i have songs in the anchor app but this episode we're not focused on the songs we're focused on what the fuck i'm talking about okay sorry to swear um yeah other than that we have a couple things to talk about so the favorite that's a movie starring emma weiss and emma stone and olivia coleman olivia coleman won best actress for in on the Oscars, she won Best Actress in the Oscars 2019. She killed it. She was amazing. I was flabbergasted. Everyone was flabbergasted. She was she was the most flabbergasted of all. She was like, did I just win an Oscar for Best Actress above Glenn Coase, who's close, who's been nominated like seven times? And it was like, um, everyone was thinking Glenn Close was going to win. And then Olivia Coleman wins. And Olivia Coleman is like, what the fuck? um glenn close should have won glenn close i'm sorry but yeah she she just her acceptance speech was just like it was great because she was like yo i didn't know this was gonna happen but thank you for everyone who voted for me and like she killed it and i told you guys last week the favorite was a fucking amazing movie it was so good it had it was about like um yeah i think it was queen queen anne she was a great queen. She had a great second woman in um, command played by Rachel Weiss, who they were just boss-ass bitches who knew how to run England. And then Emma Stone played a character who was trying to get ahead in her social station because of some abuse she faced because of the fact that she was of a lower social station and how people who are of lower social stations in Victorian movies are not talked about as much as people who are of higher social stations. And I felt like that was well portrayed in this movie by Emma Stone. That's why I like the movie. And it was um, Yogurt Lamplamos who directed this movie. He was the director of The Killing of a Sacred Deer and lobster this is my favorite movie by him i felt like it was very cohesive to the time period and even beyond the time period i feel like it it really showed a lot about what it was like what it's like to be a a female and how it's not socially equal and obviously in during victorian times victorian times it's not socially equal and it was spoken about at great length during this movie and i was like thank you because you see these period piece movies and they're like so romantic and beautiful but like you're not showing all the disgusting things that happens to women during that time so that's why i enjoyed the favorite because it showed some of those different scenes where it's like oh yep not the greatest thing for a woman to be living during this time during the victorian period so that's why i liked it yeah so 
that's what I enjoyed about the favorite. And we will be back in a second, okay? Hey guys, I'm back. And I feel like we've talked at length about any Oscar stuff that I've was necessary to talk about. So let's move on, okay? It's it's over. Let's not talk about it anymore. Okay, so last week I released a special episode that was poetry themed. So all of the all of the segments last episode were just poetry that I have written and released. I decided to do that because my friend Elliot he was doing a he's doing a show where he wanted me to release some written poetry, but I wasn't able, available in person, so I just put it up on the site and uh, put some music to it and voila there's some music and some poetry that I have written um on anchor so if you're interested um I have some poetry on the site it's the last episode all of it is poetry you're welcome to listen to it um yeah I had fun doing it so I might do it again I have some more poetry that I haven't actually uh talked about since um since I wrote it so I'd love to release some more on here I hope you guys will enjoy it yeah so that's exciting stuff um other than that yeah we can talk about more stuff that's been happening recently so I'm still working on my my novel right now and I have a friend who has been working on a young adult novel since high school um and I've been working on mine since then and she recently finished her novel, so I'm very proud of her. She sent her entire novel over to me. So I've been looking that over, and she's been generous enough to look at some of what I've been working on for my novel. And it's it's really wonderful because she was a great writer I remember since high school, and I was just felt blessed to be able to look at her work, and I feel blessed that she looks at my work when I'm working on it. So that's some cool stuff. I'll keep you updated about when she gets a agent and when she gets fully published because that will be happening very soon because her writing is a plus it's amazing you guys are gonna just like love it i will give you all of the links and promotional material once it's officially published because she's great you're gonna see it very soon um yeah so that's about it for now i'm pretty tired um my throat hurts a little bit from talking also i have a it's been cold, so I have a little bit of like a, it's like a raspy throat, but you know, I was just sound like a man in general. So thanks for dealing with that. Me, my mannish voice, you know, props to you. All right. I'll be back soon. Have a good, have a good one. Bye.